welcome everybody to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Nelly is talking crap here in the studio. Nelly, what are you talking crap about? Well, you you got the song playing, and right when he's getting ready to say you can't touch us. Okay, well, let's hear you. You different. I actually played something different coming on the show. It wasn't a full song. It was the 40 greatest rap and hip-hop songs yeah, but of you 1990 didn't... to 1997. There were some good hip-hop songs back then. So, Nelly, there's been a lot that's been going on since we have last been together. I want to just say, I want to thank everybody for listening to the communication lecture series that I've started, Nelly. I don't know if you've listened to any of them, yeah. but I started like this thing to where I pick a communication topic. No, wait a I've been a little busy. I've, I've picked a communication topic, and I'll talk about it, lecture on it, and I'll put it like in its own section of the podcast called the Communication Lecture Series. And, and I've done that because you have been out on your uh, your surgery. You know, you had mm-hmm. your uh, breast removed because of breast cancer. So I felt like this was the best opportunity for me to do this while you're away healing up. So, Nelly, the last time we left... It was pre-surgery. You right. hadn't had your surgery yet. So now you went to your surgery and tell you know, the I went listeners. Through surgery and it was all good. It's the tumor was larger than they had anticipated. Yeah. But now I'm waiting to heal from that and then my physician or my surgeon will be uh, making appointments for me to see an oncologist because I will be going through chemo. Soon. And that starts in about two weeks, right? Well, it's probably, I'd say, two, it's not going to be two weeks. It'll be three weeks to a month, probably. So, back up to your surgery. Like, when you had your surgery on that day, were you nervous going in? What was it like going in? I'm usually never nervous when I go. Yeah. I always pray mm-hmm. about it. Right. And that always comforts me. Yeah. Because usually... Not usually, always. He's right there. Yeah, and then you woke up from surgery. I came and saw you. Uh, why? And when I came to see you, what I was very surprised about, you had it at Baptist Health, right? Mm-hmm. Great hospital. Mm-hmm. Good hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you had it at Baptist Health, I walked in, and you were sitting up, eating a big meal, and laughing and talking, and I was like, is this the woman who just had it's because that's what surgery? I do after I have surgery. That's what... Were you drugged up? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I you had to be. Surgery. What kind of drugs was it like? I the, don't even remember. What? I don't know if I asked. Yeah, I don't because know if I cared. you don't remember me being there. I don't remember a lot of people being there. But you did. You did even remember my whole family. You remembered it later, though. Yeah, I was there. kinda. I still don't remember it fully. That's crazy. Well, I, you know, I did that one time. Don't remember sixty six days of my whole life. Well, so, you need to remember you know, that I was there, Nelly. Well, I was. And oh, so, whatever. It's all about it. So yeah, I just had ten thousand steps on my Fitbit. That's a good mark. So you had surgery. That was over. They removed the lump that was in there. They didn't remove the lump. They took my breast. That's right. They took the whole breast. Yeah. Yeah, and they and then they gave you those those little. They didn't give me nothing. It was. Uh, <laughs> Uh, those containers those, of blood. Yeah, if you'll hush, I'll tell them what they are. Yeah, They're well, drain tubes. That's what it was. Those were painful. Very. Yeah. Was that, still having pain from that. Was, pain from having them where they took out some lymph nodes to check that, and thank God it hadn't spread. Yeah. So, we just, but because of the size of the tumor, I do, I will be having some type of chemo. I just don't know what type yet. Whether, whether to be pill form, whether to be just 
you know, injections, infusions, yeah, infusions, and or if it'll be both. And how long do I you anticipate no it to be? You have no idea yet. Because it hasn't spread, it shouldn't be hopefully as long as it was the last time. And you've quit smoking, basically. You smoke maybe a pack every four days. Yeah, that's impressive. sometimes I don't even. Some I go hours and yeah. hours. I'm really trying to quit, but it's got to be on my terms. Yeah. With nobody saying nothing about you need to be quitting and yeah. all that. Yeah, and it has been on your own terms, really. Nobody's been saying anything. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. So, because I don't really care. Yeah, that really is I awesome. I mean, you know, this is, this is my life right now. I'm dealing with it. So, Nellie, you know, speaking of your life, let's talk about my life really quick. Wait, yeah. I just want to thank everybody for all the prayers and messages and... All my friends and family, and thank everybody for praying and everything they did. You say that I'm a cheap date. Um, explain, so explain to me. You rudest man on the face. How am I rude? How am I rude? Me just say something like that, and you just start off with. No, but see, I was I was exiting out to that. I already said yes, thanks everybody, and then that was it. You think? When did you, you say that? Do I had? Do you, do you want me to color commentate everything you said? When you said that, did you want me to color commentate on something on top of that? I think it would have just been nice. I did, though. I said, yes, thanks. And then I let that you finish what it. must have been. You must have said, just like. No, I said it. Like, we'll have to listen to we'll it. We'll have to listen. Oh, yes, and I'll, will. I'll prove it. Mm-hmm. And I'll prove it that that was not rude. Because everybody knows. Everybody knows. If you think he's rude, you need to tell us. You need to put it on Facebook. No. I mean, on your podcast. Everybody, everybody probably thinks that you're rude to me. So you say that I'm, I'm you say that I'm sometimes stingy. You know, I always buy the girls' meal. So how am I stingy? And why am I'm I talking cheap? about not with just girls? How, who am I stingy to? Oh, whole lots of people. Who? That's who so was, mean. Like you, what was it? Zach, the first one I met, he said. So I said something about my buddy. As you had something to drink, and he said. Man, he ain't never got nothing to drink. Well, I, I no can't... snacks, no nothing. Okay, okay. No cigarettes. I'll freely admit. <laughs> I'll freely admit that my house is not a place you come to to eat. <laughs> okay, if you want water, you're getting it out of the faucet. Okay, it's just one of those. But I've gotten better. I buy drinks. I make sure I'm stocked up on drinks. I make sure I buy a little snack. Water. Water. Pop. Ice cold pop. You've got pop? I do have pop. Shoot. Yeah, I know. You He's moved up in the world, people. It's only a two liter, though. Like, I'm getting to the point where I'm almost <laughs> it's getting... It's only a two liter. Yeah. Of one flavor, <laughs> no other kind. I want to get cans, though. <laughs> you know, because so much, yes. of my, so much of my upbringing, people always had ice cold pop in the fridge. Really. Well, and the people always had snacks or cheeses or yes. something. Yes. Adam had nothing. Well, I can't help it. I cannot help it. I'm just not somebody who just grocery shops. This is my life, and I don't need nobody to say anything about me. Okay. Just like you don't need nobody to say okay. about you. You right? do what you want yes, to. Yes. You I, live the way you want to live. But I'd be damned if I'd sit up and go hungry that time. Well, get well, out. Get out. Get in the car. And go drive to get something to eat. I don't want to drive to go get something to eat every time I'm hungry, Adam. I want it to be available. I want to have something, a piece of cheese or something. <laughs> I have cheese. Oh my God! There's cheese up there. It's probably molded. Ooh, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just scrape the mold off and eat it. Listen, oh, I'll, I'll have I have milk, I have cereal, I have all kinds of stuff. Oh, I'm in, I'm impressed. Yes. Lord, that's just been since I've been sick. People, he started doing that. Yeah, that's new. Oh, and I cooked the other day. Oh my Lord! <laughs> I did. I cooked chicken alfredo 
with shrimp in it, real shrimp. I cooked the shrimp in a skillet and chicken. I cooked the chicken in a skillet. Ow! Why? Yes, with cheese. I just wanted to cook. Well, you go, Adam. I know. And it. I didn't even get to taste it. No, you didn't even get to taste it. I ate it. You know, the thing about it is, is I ate it. And I ate it and ate it and <laughs> ate it because I felt like I had to because I spent all that money on it. And who said that buying stuff to cook ain't expensive? They're crazy. I it's know. 40-some dollars. So. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said, yeah, it's cheap to cook it. Oh, boy. What'd you have I to go do out by $4 on the dollar menu and it's... Oh my gosh, and it's well, forty dollars to cook it. Doing that. Sorry, did I hurt you? Yes, you did. Oh God, <laughs> did I hurt your breast? Yeah. Well, I don't have one. No, the the ho- the fuse. It hurts. Oh my gosh! So, grabs my arm, people. No, oh, yeah, I didn't mean to grab your arm. I'm sorry. So, Nellie, have you been watching the news? Not a whole lot lately. There's been a lot going. So on. depressing. It is depressing. I was. Did you watch 2020 the other night? No. What was going on? Oh my God. What is it? There was a young girl before we ever knew all about or heard about about ISIS that the United States government left over there Mm -hmm. to be beaten and raped and tortured and eventually killed. Mm. And never did a thing about it. And threatened to put her parents in, or not put them in jail, but they would be charged wow. if they tried to uh, pay the ransom. But they let that child die. That is and crazy. And Adam, it was, you'll have to look it up and watch it because it was amazing. It was it was unreal what they, the United States government did to that family. Something that's local. Yesterday, I didn't get to mention it because it was it was yesterday. Was the ten year anniversary that the plane in yeah. Lexington crashed? Did mm-hmm. you see that? Yes. Did they mention that on the news? Oh, lots. Oh man! And it was coming up and everything. I think this is going to be their last public thing. Or, you know what? There I mean? was an article released on Kentucky.com that one of the passengers' sons wrote mm-hmm. an article. It, he entitled the article "Your Dad Was on That Plane." Oh, wow. And he wrote the article about just the things that him and his dad talked about that morning. It's, How it would bring you chills. Well, he's an older man now. Uh-oh. This guy, I guess he's in his 40s, but he was probably in his 30s when it happened. And he has a picture in the article that they recovered from the plane. You know those, they burned a lot, right? Yes. They burned a lot. Everyone. Yeah. They Except just that pilot. They just fueled the plane up with jet fuel. Well, yeah, they usually do when they stop. And so they all burned. It wasn't enough, you know, they all just burned because unless the impact killed them, which, you know, they're very unlikely. Trees and stuff, but that's what started the fire. Yeah, very unlikely. It just engulfed in flames. So. I hope they died quick. I do too. I mean, it was. That's awful. It was terrible. There was that married couple. and And he had pictures of his dad's watch and a ring. It was a UK ring. It was just black and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and you could kind of see that it was gold. You could see that the watch was fossil. And it just really put it in perspective, like, wow, that was somebody's dad. Somebody's... think that that survived, but they didn't, you exactly. know? Exactly. Very crazy. Very it cra- is. Yeah, and very just... Heart-wrenching. Heart-wrenching, and that was 10 years ago. The pilot lived, but is the pilot a paratrolinkic? 
a paraplegic. Is he is he paralyzed? Yes. Did something happen to the pilot? Paralyzed? Yeah. Right. He was the only one that lived. And he got taken he had taken the wrong He got gu- to the short he runway. Got, he got guided to the wrong runway. Air traffic control is who guides you. That's what happened. Well, I don't know that he did though. You need to listen to it closer. You need to watch that. You need to watch that, and you need to definitely watch that episode of Twenty Twenty. <laughs> I'm serious, Adam. It was it was awful. I know, but I like how you reverted back to that. That is very true, and we will check that out. You know, and I'm not trying to make you mad, but you really need to get DVR. Okay, and that's all I'm going to say about it. So that well, is a I lot. Told him if he paid for it, I'd have it down here. Yeah, he'd have a lot of things if I paid yeah, for it. So there's, for- you know, so <laughs> so much happened. So, since you've been gone, since you were down, like, you know, down and out, Kentucky football starts next weekend. Mark Stoops' fourth season, he's not made it to a bow yet. He's got one of the hardest schedules this season. He's playing all these SEC schools away, Alabama. Yeah, I saw that already. Florida. Ole Miss. All these schools away. He's going to have a terrible season. What do you think? New quarterback, though. I don't know. I just got so much going on. I really haven't really thought a lot about it. So, yeah, he's going to be on the hot seat, I think. But, you know, I think that if he still does bad next year or this year, they're going to keep him till next year. They'll, They'll keep him next year, too, because they signed a contract extension for him. And it's going to cost the university a lot more money to fire him than keep him. Why did they do that? Mitch Barnhart's an idiot. The athletic director is an idiot. He makes some stupid decisions. <laughs> he does, Nelly. Okay. I mean, you believe what you believe. What I mean, think what you think. Yeah, Nobody's people. People give him the credit. That was pretty. That bold. You know, he gave John Calipari a job. John Calipari was waiting by the phone. That guy over there in the purple shirt standing over there holding that microphone for us. He could have went after John Calipari if he was the AD and Calipari would have came. Well, yeah. Calipari, he wanted that this job. was his job. That was his dream job. Yes, he was in Memphis. Did you know that? He wasn't, yes. Yes, he wasn't big time. And Calipari, like, he was rising. He was rising before mm-hmm. he came to Kentucky. Like, he just went to a national championship and lost with mm-hmm. Memphis. He had all these star players at Memphis. He was known to be a recruiter. So he was wanting that big job, but he wanted this one at Kentucky because okay. of the fan base. Because he likes, you know, to be like, right, like he is. You know, he likes to be like involved with a lot of people, right. And he's the perfect guy for the job. Oh, absolutely. Our basketball program has never been like it is. I don't think Patino had it like this. No. Well, yeah, no, he did. And back in the day, he did. No, he did. In the nineties, he did. No, there is nobody like Calipari. <laughs> <laughs> Calipari has it. He has it in good shape. But you know, I'm trying to like get you thrown back though. In the nineties, good shape. Patino, excuse me. He's got it in wonderful shape. Yes, okay. probably the best it's been since Patino. Since Patino, yeah. But Patino, which era was bigger? I wasn't old enough to really appreciate the Patino era, but it was pretty big, Nelly. Yeah. Look at what all he did. It, but it didn't mean all that to me, Adam. And all those Kentucky boys. That's what made it so special back in Patino's day. They all were from Kentucky, like Richie Farmer and uh, 
uh, uh, Jeff Shepard and like these boys from like from Paintsville, like these little Eastern Kentucky towns, going to national championships, beating people like Duke and stuff. Like that's why people was so wor- obsessed in the nineties with the Cats because Patino recruited in-state players. Uh-huh. But basketball has changed, and now we got to bring in like the best of the best. Uh-huh. But you know, Calipari's got it in really good shape. But if there's somebody good in Kentucky, he usually get tries to get them. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. And Mitch Barnhart, he gets credit for that, which I don't think that's deserving because he was – anybody could have went after him. And, and then you got to look at his football hires. Not meaning that disrespectfully. They're, it's just that that's what Calipari wanted with yeah. that job. And his football hires are terrible. Mark Stoops is bad. Joker Phillips was bad. Um, so, oh, let's yeah. talk about Billy – <laughs> and uh, then, yes. Billy boy. Yes, he also hired, he was the one that hired Billy Gillespie. That just blows my mind. There was nothing. The first time I saw that man and heard him open his mouth, there was nothing about that man that said anything about Kentucky. Do you hear me? Not Kentucky basketball, not Kentucky people, period. He was just He a, was just awful. He was just a terrible Coach. Person. Yes, he would get drunk. He would dance on bars, take off his shirt. Did Try you know to that? Them young college girls. He was at Austin City Saloon a lot. That's I where know, you'd find that's it. That's disgusting. Yeah, dancing on the bar. Lord yeah, he would hit. On, he would hit on players. His players' girlfriends. Is that not a just just what you want for your children to be looking up to? I don't care if they are in college. Well, he didn't. I mean, he didn't keep the job long. That was Lord. probably a nightmare. You're talking about the kids that watched that. That was probably a nightmare for Mitch Barnhart. He probably that was a nightmare for everybody in Kentucky. He probably thought that. Don't yeah. you think all the Kentucky fans? Yeah. Yeah, it was a nightmare. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. So, Nelly, I want to thank you for li- for joining me again on the show being back in the studio it's always great to have you back thanks glad you're healthy uh, maybe when i start chemo i might be not around for a while so well nelly we're gonna have sick for how long i don't know hopefully not long well, ladies and gentlemen we will see you in the next episode